Welcome to the 58th episode of Basement Boys 2. It's going to be? Well, it'll probably be fine. Yeah, just another marginal episode with these twerps and their microphones. Yeah. I said twerps. Peter Brill joins Derek and Eduardo this evening. Derek has nerdy streaming news and an update on his comedy show. We discuss the infection of higher education and business professionals, a topic these guys feel they'll be able to discuss with any eloquence. Peter watched a motion picture. The guys also talk some more health and fitness on this, just fine, episode. Plus some bullshit about sending funny people to Mars in 2020. That'll work out great. Yeah. Nothing says levity like cooping a bunch of space pilots up for two years with one guy, telling dad jokes, the whole way there. You know it's like they say. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. But isn't it kind of about the destination? Oh, what the fuck do I care? If you listen to this show, and your destination is not to be, splattered all about a highway, beneath some overpass, with crows picking through your entrails, I don't know what to tell you. Enjoy this journey. Thank you, Siri. That was an awful long introduction. What was the thing about Mars? Uh, <laughs> there's an article. We'll go over. Okay. I already have commentary. Do you? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Cool. You want to talk about Mars now? I'm always down to talk about All Mars. Right. I was just going to say there was a, a podcast through Gimlet Media, I think, called The Habitat. That's oh. about the people that they locked up for a full year in like a little geodesic dome on some volcanic island in Hawaii in preparation, you know, to see what their, their trip is going to be like. And it's a good podcast because she got, they just recorded stuff for that entire year. And the lady like spliced together the most important stuff. And there's little things that got on each other's nerves and stuff like that. And there's was one guy who would constantly make like dad jokes. And at first they were like, oh, he's so funny. But day 300, that's what I was like that asshole. That's what I was. I'm so thinking sick of when I saw that, that article. I'm so sick of hearing that. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking when I yeah. read the article because they, they, the idea, the premise is they want to get funny people or people with a sense of humor to go to Mars for the uh, 2020 mission because it's going to be a two-year journey or whatever to get there. you got to test people and make sure that people can already get along, I think is the real key. You right, don't want that's what it does. Robin I don't think, Williams up there. <laughs> oh, Even yes. that would get old. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they've arrived. Yes, they've arrived yes, on Mars. In a tube. We yes. received the first, <laughs> the first transmission yes. from Mars. Yes, I pooped in a tube. Everybody's yes. dead. Everybody's dead. Um, well, I mean, you know, it's like when I watch uh, dating shows, and there's a guy on the show that's like trying way too hard to be funny. He's like, people say I'm funny, and then he tries really hard to be funny. Like that's what I imagine for this, except for they're cooped up in a spaceship. Yeah, well, they they're hiring a guy, or they a they're year. bringing on a guy specifically to do that uh-huh. to be the funny guy. Oh my! What's God. the deal with space food, right? Yeah. Anybody that would apply for that is not a very funny person, right? No, no, no. I'm gonna apply for it, and well, <laughs> okay, Derek. Are they gonna take an action? Well, that's the other thing is. How many astronauts are like? There, is it have to be an astronaut that would apply for it? I would think there'd have to be some sort of space qualification. Yeah, you have to have some reason to be there. They, they build a, like a team. That's yeah. what I learned from this this podcast. Like everybody's kind of got a different specialty, but on top of that, everybody has to be like fit and professional, and most of them have some sort of like military background. Why not right. just send them up there with some good movies and just watch the movies? Like just send them up with some good DVDs. They had they had stuff to entertain themselves, but some of that even caused issues. Like when one of the girls brought her didgeridoo, I don't know why they let her do that. 
No. But yeah, that got old, apparently. Oh, like the first half hour, I'd yeah. say. And um, some, some guy like went up there and he was like, I'm going to learn how to play guitar when I'm there. So he brought like a little... Oh, fuck. Like first act child's guitar or something. Wow. like. And he actually learned because he was cooped up. He was like good. Right, people yeah. are like, I'm so sick of hearing him play the guitar. <laughs> there's there's no way. It's like, how hard is it to get along with roommates or significant others? Right. Forget about strangers. I blew through so many roommates. And you can't even walk away. <laughs> you can't even be like, all right, I'm just going to get out of the house for a little bit. Right. No, he's all. you're always going to hear him go. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah you're <laughs> you're going to hear him one. do that yeah. 400 times a day. I'm going to go over here. And he's just, <laughs> and he's just like. Yeah. And there's still, also yeah. there's like no such thing as silence. There's always somebody you know coughing or sniffling, right. or somebody running on the treadmill. In it's s- just oh. in space. How everyone can hear you sniffle. How big is the ship? Um, or the, 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 the dome vessel? that they they tested yeah. it in. I think it was something like thirty paces across. Like thirty oh, kind of long. Not very big. It's, it was. I mean that's not tiny, but it's, it's what they're actually going to be transported in. Like is it as big smaller. as like the shop? Or it was smaller. way bigger than that. Oh, okay. So is bigger there actually there a 2020 couple... mission then? That this is a real thing? <sighs> That's what they bandy about, but I don't think I don't have we're any ready. information on that. I don't have any information on that because I know the Mars One program was scrapped. That went like bankrupt and they forgot all about that. All those people signed up, remember, saying, I'm, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to take the one way trip to Mars because I want to be the first person to go down there, you know, dance a jig, plant a flag and die. Right. Oh, um, it's just a rover mission. Out. Yeah. <laughs> the ro- the rover is going to yeah, be hilarious. Yeah, I, I don't know where, I don't know where you got your information. <laughs> the rover is going to be hilarious. Oh, uh, no, I didn't um I guess I just managed to assume. I think it was like hashtag the in one the, within the article. I'm down for more rovers, but if they want to keep people interested, they should put like cuter like Wally faces on them. Yeah. Like why not? An extra 10 bucks to add Name some Name it Wally. Yeah. Name it Wally. Yeah. Yeah, why there not? Yeah, yeah. Make it look like J- uh, Johnny Five. <laughs> yeah, and have like little eyebrows, and, right. like in all the pictures eyebrows, it sends back. Circuit? It's got yeah, yeah it's circuit. got like yeah, a quizzical okay. face. Send it, and send everybody's like, "We got to fund NASA. We got to give them every dollar yeah. we have. We got to get them back." <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, "Or, or we just make another short circuit movie." And they're like, "No, no, 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 no. Send it to Mars, <laughs> <laughs> along with all of the DVDs." I'm sorry, VHS. Be the, one of the first things we leave on Mars. <laughs> Short circuit the yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing we leave. Uh, so I don't know. I've seen Short Circuit it. since I was like five. I don't. It's been a long time. Since I remember I've seen them it. being yeah. really good, but I also remember being a child. So. Yeah. <laughs> so they probably weren't very yeah. good. Um, I was more of a batteries not included type of guy. Did so. you ever? I, I've talked about this movie with Andrew once on the show. Uh, Flight of the Navigator. Oh, I was just looking that up the other day to watch with Bree. She's been, we've been on this kick to watch. She's, she's almost ten years younger she's than me. She's like, yeah, she's ripe for the picking as far she's as she's nine like, years younger than me. So she doesn't, she hasn't seen a lot of the stuff I grew up on. So we watched, so so we were gonna watch like the Never Ending Story and uh, Flight of the Navigator, and we watched Willow. Nice. Um, so that's like on the list is Flight of the Navigator with Pee Wee Herman. He's in that movie. No, the voice, his voice is in that movie. Exactly. Yeah. Momentarily, I believe even. It's not no, for, he's in most of the movie. Does, does he voice it? The, he's the voice of, the of that, that weird alien on the ship. Yeah, but he changes voices. 
Yeah, but he changes his voice. I haven't seen this. No. One. It's Paul Rubens. Yeah. Uh, Flight of the Navigator. You haven't seen? Mm-hmm. Oh, he I changes saw the one with his the to- voice. Uh, the toaster. The toaster's like the ant. The, the brave little toaster. Yeah. The cartoon. Yeah. Seen that. Oh, that was another one that good movie. <laughs> was really actually it's pretty good, good. It makes you, you know feel like it makes you want to get old. Or older. What's the movie with Ethan Hawke, though? And that's not a good movie at the very end. Where they make... Uh, they they All of them? <laughs> I don't... No, it's one where he's a kid and they find the... Uh, the they're going to build a spaceship out of uh, that carnival ride. Uh, what the hell is that called? Space Explorers, I think. It's just Explorers. Something like that. Weird. Anyway, they go to another one. planet and there's aliens and it's really obnoxious. So, like, the end of it, you're like, oh, this is dumb. This movie's dumb. I feel like a lot of movies give me that feeling. A lot well, of old movies, eighties especially. Some of them don't hold up. Uh, Flight of the Navigator is actually good. I had a really interesting experience at like junior high, late junior high, early high school age. I live in like a. I, I grew up in like a small truck stop town. I grew up in a small town. Yeah, and uh, I was on the radio today. This outfit nice. rolled Glad into town, it. and. Uh, <laughs> opened up like a tent video store. It was like a big like army tent and inside they had like DVDs and or not DVDs, it wouldn't have been DVDs. Why does this sound kind of creepy and weird to me? It like was. they were carnies but they it was were like a video, blockbuster. It was like VHS carnies. Yeah. They were yeah, it was. It was like that and they it's were kind of like weird and sketchy, but just throw a dart and you can get I, a copy of <laughs> Dazed and Confused. Don't don't you want to see Beverly Hills Ninja? It was short lived. <laughs> it it didn't last for very long. But it was there and then it was gone. Maybe they just moved on. Yeah, we're just here for the week. They're, they're still we're moving some around. Good movies. They're going to come back. It's still going to be VHS. <laughs> They've been traveling around to this day. Oh, we've got Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> it, was the Crocodile ring, Dundee it, was the, it was the Ringling brother that didn't uh, <laughs> yeah. go with the rest of the business. He's like, come on down to the Ringling <laughs> Sons tent and get I'll this copy it. of Crocodile Dundee 2. <laughs> you know what? The best one of the Dundee French is... Uh, I actually like Crocodile Dundee too. I haven't seen it. You know what I want to do? It's terrible. But I love it. Um, I want to call my dad. Live on air. Yeah. Ward's calling his father. Not not heard on the podcast since Meat and Potatoes or whatever that episode Meat and Potatoes? Called. Yeah, Potatoes. Yeah, he, I, I, I had that title spelled that way, and he's like, it's spelled Potatoes. I was like, I know. Or you told me how it was spelled. So, I know. Thanks, how it's spelled Dad. that. Thanks. <laughs> like you. He, what are we gonna ask he your dad? Thought on you here? didn't know how to spell potatoes, as opposed well, to you were doing I mean, a riff, I, right? I, and he should know better. He was an English teacher. Yeah, my English teacher. Because um, his home is cold. <laughs> no. He wasn't. Oh, okay, Jesus. <laughs> but that was fun. <laughs> it was a journey, and you were ready to travel there with me. I was. I had so many questions. <laughs> Like, what did they leave out? That's always kind of a weird question. Like, do you ever wonder if somebody else going to a different school or homeschool completely took a different course of knowledge? Like, they're missing something? Like, oh, you didn't know about Egypt? Do you think Egypt doesn't exist? Like, no, I'm actually really good with arithmetic. But uh, did you know? Oh, he has to call us. Did you know the Earth is 2,000 years old? Oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Let me give him the number. I mean, it could be. 
I wasn't there. You could have been. That's all I hope. I don't. I don't have proof that you weren't there. To my knowledge, I was not there. Okay. I don't have proof that I wasn't there. I could be a time traveler. It's really hard to prove a negative. That's why you don't do that in science. Yeah. You can't prove Bigfoot doesn't exist. Yes. That's how science works. <laughs> yes. I accept. I want that. I want to believe. Okay. So what I, the reason I want him to call is I want him to tell me how... You, the, you text him. You're like, Dad, call me. Yeah. He's, he's going to call. Leave me alone. I'm taking a bath. <laughs> I, I'm putting my socks on. <laughs> He's going to have a a, probably a better memory than my vague memory of the the the, the carnival tent video the store. tent video store. Oh. Hello. Hey, can you hear Hello? us? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> am I am I on the air? You are on the air. I have uh, import. We have important questions to talk to you about because. I'm starting to question my sanity here when I was talk- telling about the um, the VHS, like the the Blockbuster Carney group that came through, like the tent Blockbuster that got thrown up in our town. Was it a tent? Do you remember this? What in, in St. Regis? Yeah, there was like a video store that was like temporarily there. Remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Was it a tent? Was it like a big... Like well, it was, it was kind of like a big tent, yeah. <clears throat> it was heated and stuff. Then you could rent video. I think we rented one, and then they were gone. Just yeah. rent, not buy? Like like gypsies in the night. They were there, and then they were... <laughs> right, 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 right. They let you set up an account. Yeah. But they were, on, they were on like a parking lot thing or something. You know, yeah, it was over there by the... It was over like on... Where the semis parked over by the gift shop. How long were they there for? Right, like maybe like the gift two shop weeks, maybe the three weeks. Fish are? It wasn't very. What long. if you didn't? What yeah. if you didn't bring the movie back? Well, I guess they. I mean, they had all your I information. Think... <laughs> yeah, so but well, what were they going to do? Drifter. <laughs> if you're a drifter, you got to be prepared for loss. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. The I imagine. So I don't know. I don't know if that. Yeah, I remember. And I don't, and we might have kept them, but had a movie or something. But I remember going down there to rent something, and it was they were just gone. Yeah, because they it was, they had quite a selection. It was oh, their selection was huge. What a weird business model. And, and they I were very. They, they seemed like they were gonna like, like pack up the whole put down roots and, too. They put all the things into a truck and then just move. It's just crazy. Yeah, I don't. It was weird. Thinking but back on it like, now. They did it. The but we were... Night, you know, Carnies are quick. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it, it was a novelty for us because it was like such a... like we All we had was Stangs, which was like a bookshelf right. with yeah, movies on each side. And that was about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was about six movies there. And so... And then there's, you go down and try to kill each other for the latest release. Right. We used to rent movies over at the A&B. Yeah, it was kind of like A and B. We used to rent movies over there. Oh, they yeah. just yeah, they just had like a little counter behind the thing. We had that in New Hampshire, yeah. like yeah. your corner store, your local yeah. bodega would have like a You'd go there and yeah. be like, 
Right. Is the newest copy of you still see that Adam's Family Values? Maybe these guys are the people that started Redbox. (laughs) The model for it. Yeah. Why they might have been red? They might have been Russian. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I don't know, but they weren't there. They had kids. I thought maybe some kids in school, but they weren't. Yeah, it was in Soviet Russia. Red box, watch you. It was brief, but I started (laughs) to, as I was telling the story, (laughs) I was starting to disbelieve myself telling it. It's kind of ridiculous. I feel like I'm making this up right now. I have two people telling me that it's true with corroborating evidence, (laughs) but still, I don't know. (laughs) Well, say it's a little too weird. We were just in St. Regis at hunting season, my buddy and I, and it's still. I mean, uh, we we lived there for twenty some years, and it still hasn't changed much, you know. It's, yeah. But I know about that. Stuff. And then they had pictures. We had pictures on Facebook while all the snow, and I thought, oh my god! I used to go drive into school and then drive home. And, you know, yeah, they, now here in Lewiston, if we get four inches of snow, they call a snow day. So. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I mean, it was just. It's well, Missoula's just as bad this year. It's just black and white because it's just snow, mm. and <clears throat> and it gets really kind of depressing. Except I don't have to split wood and have a fire going and stuff like that. So, but I wouldn't yeah, mind a fire yeah. going though. That's but true. But we we have red box here, and I don't use it because. One of my family members has Netflix. <laughs> yeah. That's how I have my Netflix. <laughs> get well, family. I don't know how it, I don't know how it works, but I, I know it works. Tradesy. If, if, yeah. You know, just in case Netflix is listening. Right. Yeah, I mean it just works. It just yeah. I mean I I pay. Just All trade right. accounts. Trade accounts with people. Though. That's what I do. Well, thank you, Dad, for calling. Thank and you for confirming, making me, uh, yeah, well, I validating me. It, well, I hadn't thought. Well, why would I think about something like that? But <laughs> well, it was. Uh, you just explained the words. You know, I had to kind of dig deep to remember. But yeah, it was. It was kind of like a tent. But I bet they were run out of town and murdered or something. Uh, Stang's <laughs> probably ran them out of town for no, trying to corner the know. market. On they were they were unincorporated, <laughs> and nobody likes to see somebody else have a good business. Get your tent hippie trash out of my town. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not enough. There's only enough room for. Behind. <laughs> there's only enough room for my bookshelf and those mutant fish. We don't need your uh, tent around these parts. I do love that new right. fish, though. If you don't have a concrete foundation, you got no business renting videos around here. <laughs> we there was St. Regis barely had well, concrete skater. sidewalks until like 2000. Had, yeah, there was a big bragging going on about having sidewalks. <laughs> it's a weird and, town. But they didn't come till about a year before I quit. Yeah. I forget that until I met Ward, I've never met anybody that ever lived in St. Regis. I honestly didn't know anyone lived there. Yeah, about 300 people. Because, you know, I'd stop through yeah. to go to Kalispell or, you know, anywhere. Yeah. You stop through. Stop through, go to the gift store, look at the weird fish. Yeah. That right. have, are way inbred, those fish, man. 
Well, they, well, what happens is they're old and they've like banged yeah. against the, yeah, so their faces the, the glass are all flat. On, the, on the tanks. Right. Yeah. And so they just look. Decrepit. I'm sure they were really cool back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> they're less so now. But. Yeah, all right. It's quite the, quite the place. We don't. We go there once in a while. But. To look at the fish? Last time I was there. Not to look at the fish, but we were there for a funeral, and then we had to leave town fast because one of the ladies there that Christy knew was getting into a fight with her ex-husband. I was over visiting with somebody, and all of a sudden we were, we were bum-rushed out the door. Cause you guys were chased out of town for trying to set up a tent to sell VHS tapes. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Now that case. Well, it wasn't anything simple like that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't any assault of the earth. It was a total different situation. <laughs> oh, this was way more complicated than that. <laughs> <laughs> this, had, this had marriage and, and retirement dating. That was crazy shit. <laughs> Good stuff. I was, just, I was just glad to be out of there. That's when a white Russian looks really good. <laughs> I mean the drink. Right. Right. <laughs> Thank you. We needed the clarification. White supremacy on the news already without bringing it in the Russian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's true. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> All right, Dad. Thanks for calling in. Hey. Anytime. Next time you want to put a tent up, just let me know. Okay. All right. <laughs> My new All business right. model. All right. All right. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye. I mean, it must have been profitable. Where's that, everyone? Have done it. All right. Oh, one of my favorite. Still one of my favorite uh, guests. Yeah. The guy knows man, uh, Westerns, man. That's like his thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a Western fiend. You'd like my dad, I think. He's a fun guy. I'm sure I would. Yeah. I get along with most, uh, yeah, well, most I, human I, beings. I most was going to say, yeah. Peter isn't really You've been like, studying them for so I know, long it now. It takes a lot of work, but I think I'm getting okay at it. Mo- <laughs> most okay human studier. The yeah. show is going great, by the way. Love it. You still like it? Are you yeah. caught up? Or uh, mostly? I think I might be one behind now. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, it's nice so you're because, finished with side one. Yeah. Well, I'm, all, I, I'm able to listen to yours at work. Okay. So that's the nice thing. Is there safe for work? Because they are very safe. I've I've actually shared them with a lot of people at work because they are safe for work and they're so fast. You don't have to mm-hmm. spend all day listening to them. I really like them. The Human only tough guys. Part is you have to write. You have to write. Right. Yeah. 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 That's why you're going to once every other week, right? Yeah. For for the time being, I'm, I I want to hit some sort of stride. The problem is, is with the last one, I wrote like five scripts to eighty percent completion. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I hate all of these, and <laughs> wrote a brand new one. And I was like, if I can find the secret sauce to tie that all together, then I'm going to have a glut, a glut, a glut of them. I yes. love that it is written, though, because they're, I mean, it's, I mean, it's the closest thing you would listen to a documentary, you know? It is a It's great. No, I know. I mean, it's, it's, that's what I love about it. It's very, uh. I don't think enough attention is given to human, like how. Humans, there humans was a do movie. human. Like, look at this. Oh, majestic. There was a movie <laughs> in the early 2000s 
that has Carmen Electra in it and it's narrated by David Hyde Pierce who is like narrating these guy these people's lives oh, as if the mating habits of the earthbound human yep i bought that on vhs at one point and that's actually a good movie it's it's good yeah um I'm trying to ima- figure out who David Hyde Pierce is. Oh, uh, Niles Crane from, from, from Fraser. Oh, yeah. So he narrates. So he narrates. You should find this movie. It's, it's good. a great movie. It, it's it, it's right up your, your alley. Show, yeah. You would probably really like the movie. But he basically he describes these two people's lives as if they're as if people are watching a documentary. But then it's an actual movie that they filmed. But he's just narrating it, and it's it's really it's good. like a love story, but. But narrated by a, not a not human, basically. Right. But it's David Hyde Pierce. Not knowing anything about it, it makes me think about uh, Stranger Than Fiction a little bit, like the idea of a like narrator. A little bit. Carmen Electra was in that, and then who was the other guy? Sean, the main guy. Yeah. Oh, I, I just a, a one off guy. I yeah. thought I no, I've seen him in some stuff. I'm sure, but he's not like a since, big name actor. But at the time, I was like, this guy's gonna David so and so go go places, and then he just kind of. Yeah. Jack but Russell. He's kind of a uh <laughs> yes. He was kind of a like Steve Zahn type. Yeah, except for people know Steve Zahn's name and right have seen him in things. It's, I feel I like mean, this guy's name movie. is Austin something. It's good. It's a good but movie. It's funny. Austin, it's Austin, Texas. But um yeah, that's, that's the, one of the things I thought of when I I love I, that you was... knew the name of it because I watched it with some fr- at a, I watched it at a friend's house in high school. Uh, yeah, it was, I watched it probably about the time that you were watching it. It was 1999 was when it was made. Okay. So yeah, I was a... A mockumentary, an observant alien reveals the bizarre and hilarious truth about human dating rituals and relationships. I almost don't want to watch it because I'm afraid if I ever write a human guide on relationships, then it's just going to be that. Well, why don't you... I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? But you know what you should do? Do you want to bank it? Do, Don't study do the old an, masters. Do an episode about dating. Like to get it out of the way. Yeah. And then at least do it and bank it, like he's saying. Do an episode about, about dating and then just set it aside. And then don't touch it and then watch the I movie gotcha. and then and just of don't, course and just give don't it a it. give it a number in case you have to reference it at some point. Right. They, no, dude, they, they all have numbers. Yeah. I know. They all have numbers. No, I know. I I love how your story I love how your documentaries are canon. Yeah. There's a canon there. I love it. Yeah, there's a canon. And the list is annoying. Um, but some of them, I have like parts of them like written. I still think That's that awesome. between yeah. Human Guides and Friendish, we really will have something here. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm laughing because I'm not really involved with either of any of those the positivity. properties. But they're great. Oh, yeah, Lucy Liu's in it? Oh, I forgot that she's in that. Uh, I don't know any of these other actors, though, besides David Hyde Pierce. And it's Mackenzie Aston. Aston. He didn't do much. No. He's, uh... He's fine in this movie, though. You didn't need... It didn't matter who was in it. It didn't need to have Carmen Electra in it, either. Right. It could have been anybody. They were just kind of... Oh, he's in the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Oh, that's excellent. That's, oh, that was a very go. good oh, movie and worth Iron watching. Iron Will. He was <laughs> the guy in Iron Will. Oh, I didn't see that either. That uh, is the one movie that I would have seen him in because uh, it was like 1994. Uh, Wyatt Earp, Young Man on Boat. It's a pretty solid credit. 
Um, <laughs> young man on boat. I'm going to give this young man on boat the best personality I've ever given any character I've been in. The movie with or whatever. Uh, then he's got a bunch of unlinkable titles. My favorite kind of Wikipedia, as yeah. we've talked about in past yeah. episodes. That's depressing. Oh, he's still working. He was in something in 2018. Yeah. Windsor. He's been busy. He's young men on boat. <laughs> My favorite of all those roles. Uh, he's like, how far down the billion is he? Half. He's not even in the main cast, is he? Oh, there he is. It's Harry Barnett. He's like halfway down almost exactly. Uh, amongst a bunch of other no-name people that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he makes you know more money than like a McDonald's worker. Right. Well, Barry Corbin's in it. Nope. You don't know. You know who Barry Corbin is. Lonesome Dove. Oh, okay. Um, I do love Lonesome Dove. The picture of him is from like the '80s, though, so he's not. But anyway, <laughs> Peter, you watched a movie. I did. What did you think of it? What's the movie first? Far- Fargo? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I watched Fargo. Yeah. I and, liked it. And you liked it. I liked it. It was the first movie I've seen in a, a good bit. Left to my own devices, I will very rarely watch a motion picture. Uh-huh. And if I do, it's usually like something stuffy or a documentary. Okay. Because I like to learn things. But, As do uh, I. It was good. It was captivating. Like from the beginning, I was like, "Oh, I like, oh, it's Steve Buscemi, and he's, he's weird looking, and everybody's got a funny accent." Oh yeah, yeah. The violence was a little surprising. That's um, what's kind of fun about that movie, actually. But I handled it. You're I like, didn't, you're I didn't like oh, start screaming or anything. Right. Good. <laughs> it's tough for me. I get, I get sad. I see somebody get shot in the head. And I'm like, oh, oh. That poor guy. That poor guy. That there are some. In the, the, there's like, some school clothes. Like, of, like well, come on. Real shocking scenes in movies, like when. Um, that's a Coen Brothers flick, right? That's Coen Brothers, yeah, and they're they're good at that element in movies. Uh, Buster Scruggs, I recommend that movie, The Ballad mm-hmm. of Buster Scruggs. It's on. It's on my to watch list. Yeah. No Country for Old Men. Uh, but uh, one movie that's not by them, which was, uh, but it was a big movie, was The Departed. And the the elevator scene when uh, oh yeah when DiCaprio arrives mm-hmm. is a surprising scene. So yeah. it's probably violent because we're on that topic. And yes, it's okay. very violent. Yeah, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. Can okay. I also add "Burn After Reading"? Is the Departed? Is that the one with Stone Cold Steve Austin in it? No, that's the Condemned, <laughs> and I'm sad <laughs> that I know that. Sorry. I just got a little excited. I was like, well, if Stone Cold's in it, maybe I'll watch so, it. So can I also say The Condemned is not that bad of a movie. It's actually pretty good. For being a movie with a WWE wrestler, and I think it's made by their property, like the WWE films really? you know, at that time. They don't do those anymore, those WWE films. They'll have it. Like I think they have a hand in some of those films now, like the, the Marine 20. You know, like they have like... What was the one? The Nanny with Hulk Hogan? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Suburban Commando. Yeah. Good film. Uh, what was that TV show that, they were, good, that he was in? What was his TV show? Leave it, or uh, Hogan Knows Best? No, no, that no. Was not his reality, his reality show. show. The one that he was oh, in. Tro- uh, Tropic Thunder. No, no, no. Tropic Thunder is that film. Yeah. 
It's Days of Thunder. No, no, that's a that's a race car movie. Uh, Something Thunder. (laughs) I just named two properties. I don't remember and whatever. It's bad. I'm sorry I mentioned WWE films. You'll never throw me off by mentioning it because I love wrestling, so that doesn't matter. Who's your favorite wrestler? Throw it, throw it down. Of all time. Of all time. Well, I'm gonna go number one, Bret Hitman Hart. Very nice. Acceptable um, choice. Acceptable choice. Yeah. He's a good wrestler. He was. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, the number two, I'll go. I'll go the Undertaker. You know, for Take, nostalgia's Taker, say, Yeah. I get that response very often. Yeah. When I, ask I mean, people. he's just. You know, he's a he's legend. He's one of the greats. He's, he's one of the greats. He's terrible. In the, he should have retired five years ago, but early. You know, more or longer. Well, he he had to have a little bit <clears> of like time after the american badass thing ended yeah to oh yeah, re- yeah to come back to, to not be to not yeah. retire as the american badass yeah, that was bad. um but i would say like of like more modern so so i still watch i actually still watch I now i've been out since oh, i don't know carlito okay so <laughs> so from carlito time period uh my favorite wrestler would be cm punk cm punk i like i CM like punk, cm punk um of more modern uh for people who watch it now i would be like i would say daniel bryan or um daniel bryan i know him from the video games and yeah you can okay play, you can play like his like rise and stuff and it's like true to yeah what actually happened. that's pretty cool and i like daniel bryan from that um he's doing the shtick right now where he is playing a heel I heard he but turned, he, turned the, uh, the, the he turned the, the belt wood. into hemp and wood from a naturally fallen oak tree, and it's funny because you're supposed to root against him, but he's like he's not wrong. He's playing a heel libtard. Yeah, the idea. I, lo- I, I, I love I it. I appreciate though. that angle. That's good writing. It's I funny. do too because he's playing kind of a version of himself. He is actually a big like environmentalist yeah, and stuff and, and yeah he is and the belt itself that he created is absolutely it is gorgeous he didn't create it obviously but they made it the but it's like the, it's so beautiful and honestly it's so it's a piece of art it's beautiful but it's just funny because it's uh you know it's not that gold belt it's like made of wood and hemp and it's very funny <laughs> and he's just like i'm the planet's champion and it's it's such a funny uh angle but also, like, it's weird that they're like root against him, and you're like, "Well, he's he cares about the planet, though." Why do you want to root against him? Because <laughs> someone playing, had a, he's playing heel. Yeah, so he is. You have to root. It's you have so to root fun. Against him. I don't know. I he's not wrestling. Stone Cold. He's not the heel that everybody cheers for. We are going to start a uh, uh, a wrestling podcast pretty soon here. Uh, Dusty and I. I'd be into it if you ever want to talk about older stuff because I, Actually, I so don't d- watch today. Dusty's but. more of a historian too, so you guys would get along well. He's he's uh, I mean, I've I've watched it since I came along during the Attitude Era. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that um, was that was my bread and butter. Yeah. And I just want everybody to know that I'm bringing back Suck It. No, oh, anybody beautiful. wants to help me bring it back. You know, we're and actually it, we're bringing it back. So actually, uh, <laughs> but this is actually kind of interesting because um, I do watch it. Uh, this. Uh, we're on the road to WrestleMania right now. Uh-huh. Um, so with that said, they start to announce all the people who are getting inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, one of they're actually this is the first year they're inducting. A, no, they might have inducted the Four Horsemen before, but the, uh, they're inducting D Generation X this year. The entire stable, including China. I think this is their way. way. 
I think this is their way of getting China into the Hall of Fame without like well, delving into her after uh, wrestling career. Yeah, but it's fair. She deserves it's kinda, a fair shake. She, she does. She was the one female wrestler that would go toe-to-toe with the men. Right. She was a tough cookie. Yeah, no. I say she should be in there anyways, even on her own. But I like that they're actually going to find a way to work her in there. She wasn't, she wasn't a diva. She was a wrestler. And I like that they're not doing, like, D-Generation X and then show, like, a picture of all of them but with her cropped out. Like, they're actually, like, he they even... to embrace it. Even, like, when and Triple X-Pop. H on Raw... Yeah, yeah, like, on Raw, like, Triple H said the names of everybody. He even said the ninth wonder of the world, China. And I was like, oh, thank you. Cool. Thank you for mentioning her name. It's not like Chris Benoit, you know. Yeah, China didn't kill Chris her Benoit family. Anymore. No, they don't. Well, that the whole thing was messed up. But they scrubbed him. <sighs> scrubbed. I, you I can... just want to believe that that was like a steroids thing. I want him to go down as it was canon. The, the guy that I rooted for, you know. Well, I think I think steroids, and maybe we can throw in the CTE stuff too. That's that's a big scary thing that everybody's kind of talking about and thinking about now. Like he he got bashed in the, You get bashed in the head for ten years straight. And you go off and do something crazy, and everybody's like, there was something wrong with that guy. No, something wrong happened to that right. guy over time. No, I agree. Uh, I actually told somebody recently who was talking about Chris Benoit. I think it was actually Bree. She listened to a podcast about him, and I said, hey, you should just go watch the film Concussion with Will Smith. Did they talk about it? They don't talk about him, but, but they talk about a few of stuff. the uh, yeah. of there's a few of the NFL players who have like killed themselves or killed family members or it's like that SVU episode with the old football player. God, I love SVU. And he he like didn't know where he was and he kept getting in trouble yeah. for things he was doing, but he was like yeah. ha- he was handicapped yeah. and I was like broke my heart that yeah. whole episode and it's it's yeah. true it's real you can only get hit in the head so many times before yeah. you cte is a nasty thing anymore nasty thing have you seen the film cte with or i'm sorry <laughs> concussion with uh, Will Smith. it's based no. on true events he plays like that uh he's like an african uh like doctor who like starts to put the picture together really about like what cte is that that there's real you know that you're not supposed to get punched a bunch of times in your head so your brain gets like jogged around in your brain like bounce around against your skull yeah no i i remember the the promotion leading up to the movie i think i i passed on it because of the it's a good movie people were like oh they're gonna try and we're all big wussies now we're gonna try and stop the nfl and they don't nobody wants to be men anymore i'm like eh. <laughs> that would have been valid you know when we were all eating rocks for dinner but you know, at this yeah. point we need to be a little bit more realistic we're starting to see some of that mentality phase out too there are more and more like men that i know like just men who are like football isn't uh. there's a lot more guys now who are like yeah like i i, I know a guy who who you would say is like a systemic would have been a systemic problem. Who who would like when that stuff was coming out would have been like those guys are pussies now. Like we used to just like rattle each other's cages. That's what we called it in high school when you had somebody mm, hard. You would call yeah. it rattling somebody's cage. Um, I mean, I was a I was an offensive lineman. You hit. I mean, you were supposed to hit somebody hard, and your coach told you to knock the wind but out. But so of that him. guy's kind of turned his tide a little bit. He's he's actually. I've the most recent conversation I had with him was like a year ago. And we were talking about the CTE thing, and he said that he was considering, like, 
uh, like after like when he passes away, like donating his brain to like the science up behind yeah. it. Well, to, for to the research, behind I think it. people come around on because he thinks he's had things. There's more evidence comes out, comes out, and yeah. like well, it's like kind of like I don't know. For me, uh, in my early twenties, and a lot of this was probably just. Um, ignorance, but I didn't have a whole lot of stock in like the global warming stuff. And as as time has progressed, and as more scientific evidence has kind of come forward, well, didn't South Park just do a whole thing about this? And we talked about this in the last podcast. Did we? A little bit. Man, oh. bear, pig. Yeah, oh, super yeah. cereal guys. Yeah, South Park did a whole oh, episode yeah, yeah, yeah. about okay. man, bear, pig being this crazy thing made up by made Al us Gore. Wait for your joke about Al Gore, and it didn't pay off. It wasn't super funny. Oh, I didn't even remember the joke. Now they did. This how like the Al Gore rhythm. Oh yes, oh. but South Park did this whole thing about Al Gore being a uh, years yeah, ago. <laughs> they did this whole episode about South about Al Gore being crazy and making up something like man, bear, pig, and everybody was like, oh, crazy Al Gore. And then recently on the most on the most recent season of South Park, they did this whole thing where they're like, where they show Man Bear Pig running around the city and like fucking stuff up, <laughs> and then they're like, they make the kids apologize to Al Gore, but they still kind of make him a pompous prick. I actually watched an interview with Al Gore recently where they talk about the episode, and he's like, "Oh, I thought it was really big of the guys to, you know, like, kind of admit that they fed into that whole thing because they did, yeah. they reasonably did." People like questioned and made fun of it. It was on South Park, but even them for the creators of the show to be like, "Well, it's real." And just like the CTV Oops. thing, it takes a long time to like turn the ship even a little bit, and yeah. not everybody's gonna turn. There's no. still people that I'm sure are gonna live their whole lives thinking yeah. that the NFL is just being wimps. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, well, we've got MAGA going on too. Yeah, Bree so. works with this guy who was telling her how tough he was in football and how many bones he broke, and I was like, "Did you tell him that he sounds like he's bad at football?" <laughs> and she's like, "No, but I will." <laughs> I broke so many bones. That's I don't not think impressive. Like Jesus, Mister Glass, maybe you shouldn't be playing football. <laughs> are you Samuel Jackson? Why don't you stick to puzzles or, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. crosswords? Yeah, I think you need to be playing. Like, you need to learn chess a little better, buddy. So, yikes. Esports e- is in. I, I was listening to a, a podcast recently that, uh, I know, everybody kind of makes that face. No, but, uh, but somebody uh, like recently. Mark Cuban was like, sell on NFL, buy on esports, just because of CTE and stuff like that. Like, it all kind of wraps up. He's like, there's a lot of money in esports, yeah, though. It's going to go that way. I only make that. Somebody recently asked me if sports program would cover esports. And, no. And no, not. Yeah. My show's not, not going to cover it. Although, esports, is, is that just electronic? We're yeah. just talking like we're going to watch like digital play video games. Video games okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they're getting to the point where they're Very building stadiums for yeah. it. So and there's money in it. Absolutely, there's money and in do, it. Do, do, do any of your kids watch the Let's Plays and oh, stuff God, like that? Yeah. And they it's, watch. That's where they watch it's going. Twitch I guess. streamers. Right. It's the same as if you were a kid and you flicked, you know, to Channel Four so you could watch football. Is this your segue? I watch those. I watch. The, I yeah. watch Let's Plays. This is a great segue. Yeah, this hit, is a great segue. Okay, so Ward. Uh, I've showed you months ago um, my favorite YouTube channel, Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Funhouse actually started off on Machinima years ago as um, Inside Halo. They did a show. It was Adam Kovic. He did the show called Inside Halo. But there's only so long you can do shows just about Halo. So it eventually became Inside Gaming, and they are on Machinima. 
I started watching Inside Gaming in 2013. Sorry about that. And then in 2014, they get a lot bigger. Can I have another drink? This isn't very cold. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I, I so I started watching Inside Gaming about 2013. 2014 is probably when it was at its biggest. The news reporting they do is very it's it's them in front of a camera. That's why I was kind of like want to talk to you, like because it was like the format is like what you're talking about doing. Like what what we're on the last episode we were talking about a plan that we're doing. Yeah, at a workshop. The- Their format is two guys standing in front of a camera and it's scripted and they like give. Uh, uh, gaming news, but then it's also very funny. There's a lot of jokes r- written into it. It's hilarious. I like the idea. So anyway, they these guys on Inside Gaming, they that's what they were doing. They were doing Let's Plays too. So they would do their actual show, which was them standing in front of a camera and doing like this Inside Gaming show. And then their other stuff was them doing these Let's Plays where they play, like, bad video games, and then they comment on them and laugh. Like, that's where I got into watching them. They play GTA Five a ton. So, they were with Machinima, um, which you might have heard the name Machinima if you watch YouTube at all. I've seen it, I think. And I know you've heard Rooster Teeth. Yeah. So... Red vs. Blue. Right, yeah. That they were responsible for Red vs. Blue, and Achievement Hunter is the other big one that they do. Um... These guys who were on Inside Gaming with Machinima, they left Machinima because basically, from what I've read on the online at the time, and this is like 2014, um, they left because they basically they didn't want to just do let's play videos and then this gaming show. Like they wanted to do that, but then they also wanted to do a lot more creator own content and be i mean they all went to they went to school and they wanted to be writers they wanted to do sketch comedy they wanted to do a lot more they just weren't getting enough freedom to do what they wanted to do so they left machinima and went to rooster teeth rooster teeth picked them up immediately and then they created funhouse so all the people that used to be on the old inside gaming went to uh, funhouse with rooster teeth so what was really cool that i texted you about that i want to talk about on the show is uh, Machinima over the last like six months has just like gone under. I mean, it just. I think Inside Gaming was their biggest show. Honestly, I don't think that they knew it was their biggest show. They kept bringing in new hosts to co- to host Inside Gaming, and it wasn't as good. Their YouTube viewership went down. Didn't work out. Company went to you. Yeah. You know, done. So. I watched Funhouse. They kept alluding to stuff. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Machinima hid all of the content from the old Inside Gaming shows that you could watch. You could go back and watch all of my favorite Funhouse guys for, until this last like few weeks on Inside Gaming's channel on Machinima. They hid everything. It was gone. So it was like, oh, bummer. Like I can't watch those old videos anymore. Well, come to find out, <laughs> Rooster Teeth got like they merged all that shit and bought machinima and they actually just brought back the entire machinima like like name all of the all of the stuff all of the social media the youtube channel everything and they changed all of it to inside gaming so funhouse had like 300,000 followers on twitter machinima had 3 million it's all inside gaming now. Everybody who used to run inside gaming who is on Funhouse is now running inside gaming again. They're doing daily shows again. Wow. 
And they brought back the entire old format of what they had. They brought back their old format, which was them talking in front of a camera, doing their old show about gaming news with like still hilarious stuff. And, but they're still doing Funhouse and all the creative stuff they want to do. So what I thought was really interesting about it was how this, we see YouTube channels all the time be hot and then die. Mm-hmm. Whereas these guys stayed with it long enough and did their own thing and built a new audience with Funhouse. And now they own Inside Gaming. This is actually the best example we've seen now of somebody. They took this, the, the parent company, Machinima, that was over Inside Gaming and then they left. And then they went back. Now they basically, their new they company. Ate the, they, they ate their they parents. They ate the parents and now yeah. they're Inside Gaming and it's absolutely huge. I've watched every show this week. It was hilarious. That's cool. That's what I want to tell you about on the show. It's basically these guys stayed with it long enough and stayed working hard enough on their YouTube channel to build a completely new audience. They had to start from zero with Funhouse, which obviously a lot of the people transferred over with them. Yeah, they're going to get a lot of people who watch it. I mean, they did. And of course, you're going to get a lot of the Rooster Teeth people, you know? Right. So they got a new audience, but then now they went back and got that old audience. and, And their first show back on there, I'm not kidding. They're like, they did like kind of like, what Joel McHale did from the soup to basically they did what Joel McHale should have done from the soup to the Joel McHale show. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, but it should have been a success, but it wasn't, but it's because it's YouTube. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. As they were basically like, Hey, we're back after four years and now we're here again. And, <laughs> and it's awesome. The format's awesome. And uh, so it's, I think it just goes to show if you if you the reason why I wanted to talk about on the show is if it, if you stick with what you're doing though, and it's something that works, the follow the the viewership's going to be there. It's awesome that they left something so long ago in 2014, and did their own thing, and then eventually were able to like they knew what their product was, and it was successful, and now they ate that parent company. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun, but if you watch that 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 format though, it's fucking brilliant. I mean, I, I absolutely that'll have to when we do our side project here, it'll have to look into like the soup as some source here, and maybe does not compute, which was a cracked show. Did you ever watch Does Not Compute with yeah. uh, Michael Swaim? Yeah, R.I.P. Cracked when it was good. What what in the world happened to Cracked? They're 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 like uh, they're the big guy that ran their like podcast and was like their chief editor or whatever. He left and then everything was done. Yeah, Daniel O'Brien he left and after that it just went to shit. Um, Michael Swaim still does stuff on YouTube. Swaim um, does not compute was my favorite show, right? For sure. Um, if you ever watch, but it I seems Com- like all their talent, like all the people that were the heart of Cracked left they don't even have like david wong doesn't even participate anymore that i know no. of or does sean baby still like like Not they had that so I many know people of, now no. it's like uh it reminds me of what happened to dig.com if you remember dig yeah i do the dig just kind of lost its soul at what was his name adam rose adam rose left and then these corporate eggheads came in they're like we've got gold and oh it's broken just every <laughs> that's what happens every time the the person who loves the the company yeah. and the content 
leaves and the people who see it is like, oh, I've got this beautiful, oh, this goose is gonna, gonna birth the golden egg. Oh, why am I choking it to death? Oh, it's dead. Well, and, and I, so I can only speculate, but I think that's kind of what happened with Machinima and Inside Gaming. Yeah, I think what happened was, is that the... Uh, Machina became a publicly shared company, and they wanted these guys, Adam Kovic, Bruce Green, uh, James Willems, uh, uh, Lawrence uh, Sontag. They wanted these guys to keep doing just their same format that was working, right? Week in, week out, do your same format. You're going to do weekly gaming videos where you're reviewing games and talking about new things in gaming, and then on the weekends you can make... Um, these let's plays and that's it but these guys want to do sketch comedy they want to do some other stuff now granted now if anybody from funhouse ever were to see this uh they won't ever yeah. editor-in-chief <laughs> jack o'brien yeah jack o'brien left oh, and... that's right yeah jack o'brien his brother is daniel o'brien he's the one that did uh yeah. that uh pop culture uh like ob- obsessive pop culture um, that's really obsessive really compulsive pub, yeah it's so good Car- Cracked used to be the shit I oh, would yeah. read it all well, the time I, I, and now well, I'm then. just like oh it's another top 10 list with no spirit yeah well yeah and then remember the videos I mean they did I mean they did those after hours videos I loved those oh where they were like in the diner yeah I love those those are so good so I think that's what so maybe, maybe the, if there's any hope for those creators at all, maybe they'll be able to eat their parents and uh, just uh, do all after hours or yeah, something. Who knows? Dig.com's still out there. It's like a top ten news site. So, uh, and I haven't heard of uh, uh, Adam Rose doing anything. So, yeah, I'm excited though. I think it's pretty cool that uh, what they're doing. Um, it's, it's like a phoenix. I think it's interesting to stay out there long enough and just keep going and keep trudging along, and then all of a sudden it's like you watch that company die, and then not only did they get the company, but then they also got like all that old content which was taken down. Yeah, they got it all back. It's all back up. You can watch whatever you want. That's awesome. But now Rooster Teeth has it instead. Right. And it's funny to go back and watch the old Inside Gaming Let's Plays because the the quality's so bad. Compared to like what they have now, I mean they've been just like yeah. the recording quality. Yeah. Oh yeah, just, and just, just the, to make progression. Yeah. Their camera was probably whatever uh, webcam was just sitting on top of their camera, and it was right. them commenting on video games, and it was still hilarious. I mean, I remember watching it in 2013, 2014, and just laughing. Uh, I owned my comic book store in 2014 to 2015, and during that time, they were. Uh, inside gaming and then left to become Funhouse. So I made the transition with them over. But when I watched, when I owned the comic book store, we we played inside gaming videos all day long in my store, just on the big TV. We just played it all day long. People would come in buy comic books. We have a inside gaming play. I don't up. think I've been so like connected to any given YouTube channel for so long that. You know, what's funny is I've also gotten two two uh, girls I've dated into into Funhouse, uh, and it, or or Inside Gaming, yeah. depending on when when I was watching them. But I watch them like my regular TV programming, right? Like today when I got home, we watched Umbrella Academy. But before that, I was like, hey, well, there is a new Inside Gaming. We want to watch that. <laughs> 
Because the guys are hilarious, yeah. and they're talking about new games, and I am a gamer, so that helps. Right. But then the humor that goes into it, too, is also funny. Their presentation's funny. Um, yeah. The, every time I watch it, it gives me new ideas for this thing that we, we're wanting to do. Yeah. Well, I should do. I should watch some more just for homework. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff, but it's definitely... Um, it's good stuff, but... Uh, it's cool. I think it's just cool that they they went and were able to absorb like their old big company right. to do their thing that they wanted to do. You know what it is? It's um, the Michael Scott Paper Company from The Office. It he is. Left, and then they bought him out, and he made a bunch of money. And he was like, oh, and I get my old job back, and I'm managing the franchise. <laughs> right, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it, yeah. That's what it is. That's perfect, yeah. yeah. That's, um, my, that's my nerdy YouTube news. YouTube you. and gaming news. That was good. Very excited about it, though. Um, I have been watching though. It is honestly it, the new stuff is just as good as the old. It's like they didn't miss a beat. Nice. It's very cool. I want to hear about um, your comedy show. Well, yeah, first I want to hear about it. First off, we'll say that. Uh, so no offense, dude. No offense. No offense, dude. No offense, uh, dude. No offense. So, <laughs> so Bree did really good. Uh, she opened for it. She only had a couple jokes, but, um, I mean, they went over really well. I, I told her, um, you know, if we go up to Spokane and do like an open mic night where you only get three to five minutes, she would do really well up there. Tell your jokes. You get done. You're done. You're done. Yeah. yeah. Um, this last weekend was pretty unfortunate for me. Um, so she went five minutes. Dusty went. I think he was supposed to go 20. He probably went 15. I was supposed to go 30, and I probably went 20. Um, and I don't know why I went 20. And, and honestly, I might not have went 20. I might have went 15. I might have given up sooner than that. It felt like 20. It felt like an hour. It felt like a day. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the crowd had completely given up on any comedy uh, going after Dusty's and into mine. I was told a lot of them left. I don't feel like they left. I feel like a lot of them were just talking through it audibly. I mean, it was a bad <laughs> yeah, they, show. Yeah, they were there to hang out. It wasn't yeah, like they, they were, were done. there to see a comedy show. You just happened to be there. Was it they sold out? They were absolutely done. Was it, it, was, it was actually sold out. Oh, there was wow. a lot of people there. <laughs> that was uh, impressive. But it's just by the time I went up, they were done. And... Um, the guy who... Uh, the do you, sociopath what do you think it, who you runs think it, it was expectations i just think they were higher i just think they were done by the time dusty got done i just think that it was three long sets and um or or one short set and one midi medium set and by the time i got to mine they had already they were done they decided they were done and that's fine uh whatever fuck them um (laughs) As a dump bar to do a comedy in. Sorry, I'll never do another show there, though. So, uh, you I'll, said you got heckled. Oh, I got he- there was one lady there who was heckling the entire time. He, I ended my set and I didn't even end it end it with a punchline. He's like, and I was like, no, nah, I'm done. I, I seriously, how I'm like, I'm done. And he, I'm like trying to get him to come up. I'm like, I'm done. He's like, oh, well, that was pretty awkward. Like when he got the microphone, that was pretty awkward. You sure you want to end that awkwardly? And I'm like, I'm done. Dude, people were just talking <laughs> through it. Like I'm fucking, I'm done. 
I'm not doing stand-up anymore. So, uh, MC Hammered? How was he? Well, so he was the one that was like, you know, that was pretty awkward. Yeah, right. So one of the... So he that's a very good emceeing. Was he drunk again? Oh, yeah. He was okay. hammered that's perpetually. Nice. So, sure. so one of the things that was really weird is that when he... Uh, so this was part of it. Okay, so I guess this was the this was the other thing is that so Bree went five minutes, maybe. Dusty went fifteen, twenty minutes. But he didn't he didn't exceed his time. Um, in between those though, so like he was the MC, so he started off and went ten minutes before Bree went on. He went ten minutes or longer before he went on. He went ten minutes. 15 minutes, 20 minutes before I went on. That's a thing. It was oversaturated. That's, that's too, so you were that's at the too end much. of like an hour and a half. That's, yeah. They that's were done. too much People for an MC kind of to done. go. When he's doing his stand-up, I mean, I'm standing up there waiting for him to introduce me. He's way out in the crowd. I mean, he took the wireless microphone and just went way out there and was like talking to people. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, Why? I don't know. It's his style. That was a bad set. No offense, bro. No offense. <laughs> I had a bad set. I had a bad set, though. I will admit. I mean, I had a bad set. It did not go well. I did not perform well. Um, I was completely thrown off by the whole event. I mean, everybody com- had completely given up on comedy. They were, the 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 back half. So the front two tables were listening to what I was saying. I'm like talking to them, do trying to do stand up. The the entire rest of the two-thirds of the room they were just talking just full-on talking i mean it should have been done after it should have been done after brie honestly he should have just headlined and it should have been over yeah but that's not the way it was um that's okay it's not my first time that it went horribly in lewiston look you guys i'll say it right now comedy in lewiston is fucking dead don't do it here I, and and I, I I I did a show a while back when we first started the show again where I said comedy was dead here. Don't do comedy shows here. And there was some spark of like of naivety that made me start doing it again here. And maybe it was Brock's a little maybe, bit of nostalgia, I think, for you too. And then, sure, and and maybe it was that Brock's does treat us well. Yeah, you know, and and. Uh, I, of the four shows I've done at Brock's, I think three of them went, went really well, mostly. Uh, this one did not go well. Comedy's dead. Don't do stand-up in Lewiston. Absolutely, I would advise against it. I, I will not be. I will not be doing stand-up in this valley again. Sorry, pal. Uh, I say that, but if Brock's <laughs> calls me up and they want to actually do a good show, I'll do a show at Brock's. They just take better care. It's a better venue for it. It was a long. It was a too big of a room. I don't even know. Brox isn't. Brox isn't a huge room, and it's set up. No, it's it's Brox is set up more round. Yeah, it's it's you on the stage, and then there's like this wall here, but then it can kind of go back over here, but. For the most part, it's a pretty good setup. Uh, this one at the crawl space was just this long hallway of just people way in the back, and they didn't give a shit. Yeah, it's like a classroom with the kids in the back. They're not paying attention. They're yeah. passing notes. They're talking. They're yeah. playing footsie. What the hell? Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> They're the worst. Hey, uh, so can I just read from our conversation this morning? Yeah, about that guy. 
Oh, yeah. So you sent me a message this morning that said, one of my assignments in my class is to watch a Simon Sinek TED Talk. Do you know who this guy is, no. Peter? Okay. Good. Then we can trash him. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is. No, well, so... I'm so like, so when you sent that to TED me, talk or is it like TEDx or no? It was a real, real TED talk. When you sent it to, or when you sent that message to me, I'm like, I don't know who that is. So I had to Google him. Uh, then you go. Then my boss sent me a Simon Sinek quote today, same day. Why yeah. am I supposed to care about what this douche has to say? Is he the new Forbes or something? And then you say, I looked him up and wiki and wiki, and there really isn't any is anything that impressive really about him. Sinek? It's S I N E K, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, do you know who it is? No. Oh, okay. God, no. Well, you had a big smile on your face like you knew. I just like to use my face. Okay. (laughs) Faces are good to use. Uh, Yeah, I know. I wrote (laughs) things on it. Episode 47. Yeah, I just... So, I said, yeah, I just Googled him and immediately thought snake oil. Um, And you said, I totally get that impression. Oh, yeah. There is this group in town called the Innovation Collective. Yeah. It goes. It's either Innovation Collective or Innovative Collective. I, I'm not sure. Didn't you talk to these guys at one time? I went. I, you, I, it was I went almost down like a. And you told me about them, and they were kind of like. they. The tone was they were like, oh, that's great. You're doing that little podcast thing. Or, yeah. Yeah. They were super weird because they're like this. It's like this group for like entrepreneur, like young entrepreneurs who were, I don't know, like they're just. It felt like a scam, except for I don't know what they were selling, but it was super weird. But anyway, they it totally gave me the Simon Sinek vibe when yeah. I went down there. Well, and you look him up, and he was a. Uh... He was a. He was an ad man. He was an ad man. He he worked at an ad agency. So, the then it made me think. Okay, well, what he did, what he did as an ad agency is like figured out how do I sell myself? Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I'm gonna get into. Yeah. I'm gonna get into like a public speaking venue where I can sit there and be a motivational speaker. But and a now ton he's of a TED talker. Yeah. Yeah, and a ton of people like it's it's made my curriculum and my grad projects, and it's and it's I get quotes from my boss, and that's really I'm supposed to give a shit what this guy thinks, and he hasn't done really accomplished anything that I care about other than talking. He's yeah, he's been he worked for an ad agency, and then he wrote a few books, and then he's like a Jordan Peterson character. He's kind of like yeah. Yeah. You go to see Tony, it to Tony achieve Robbins. it. Yeah. Tony yeah. Robbins character. Yeah. I kind of like Tony Robbins, but... But a lot of people really uh, He like... seems like a genuine guy. I think a lot of the snake... There's a lot of snake oil and nonsense involved. Right. But... Sure. I definitely wouldn't trust an ad man. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I, I, it... I was a car salesman. Welcome to my TED Talk. Yeah. That was one of my irritations this morning. Well, I'll go talk to that? the manager. Yeah. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have that true coat. Oh, that's good. Yeah, back to Fargo. Yeah, I tell you the with true coat. These winners, these winners. That's a good movie. You need to watch the series. 
Skip season. Skip season three. No, you tell me to watch something, then you immediately put qualifiers on it. Well, it makes me not want to get into it. But see, the thing about season three, get get into the hot tub, Peter. It's real nice. Watch (laughs) out for the glass on the bottom. You just make sure you don't sink all the way in because you'll cut your delicate flesh. Just, but up here the water's nice. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, I'll jump right in. Well, each season's its own story. So you don't have to watch. You don't have to watch. Compartmentalize. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So kind of like a Black Mirror. Sort and of I don't think yeah. that they have a season, complete arc. Season three wasn't necessarily bad. It just didn't hook me Who's like the other two three? seasons did. Uh, Ewan McGregor. But like, is it just? It's a narrative. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And what does it have to do with the motion picture Fargo? It just takes place in Fargo. Okay, that's it. Really? Or in and around, Fargo. in and around, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's this, a, it takes it, place in North Dakota. Is there like a similar like spirit to it? Or yeah, okay, yeah. same musical score, same kind of same kind of somber. And they're all doing tone. the. They all have the accent. Some of them, still. yeah. And it's very all average people that would live in like North Dakota. Okay, yeah. it's, it's good. Season one, watch season one. Uh, you know, give it a give it a go. Give I it a shot. Be like, yeah, but I'm probably not gonna. I know. <laughs> you don't have to. I just, I, dude, I want to. I, mean, I want to make you happy. I want to be like, I, Lord, I watched it all. I, In a I watched every single one. No, I, I, I get uh, it. I love. I get it. No, I do because I've. Uh, your your girlfriend told me a long time ago to watch Sleepy Hollow. Guess who hasn't watched Sleepy Hollow yet? Really? Yeah. But Sleepy You've Hollow. never seen Sleepy Hollow? No no, Depp? no, 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 no. It was not that one. Not Sleepy Hollow. Uh, what's the one with uh, the other one with Johnny Depp where he's the barber? Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Ugh. Don't watch Sweeney Todd. <laughs> don't watch that. Let me come out and say don't ever watch that movie. If you're like in a Saw situation and you have to, <laughs> if, like your only choice is to watch, don't, don't watch that movie. Game. Cut your leg off. Don't, want to play don't watch that movie. You're going to have to watch Sweeney Todd or you're going to have to cut your leg off. <laughs> like, well, I guess my leg's going. I'm not watching this fucking movie. Give me movie. the saw. Right well, there, there we go. I, don't, I won't watch Can you go ahead and uh, oh, put some on, AIDS on that saw before I start cutting into it? Because I want to die a long death, too. See, the thing is, I'm telling you not to watch it, not because I hated the film. It's because I, the film physically hurt me. It's, it was upsetting. Yeah, there's like a hate it. pretty rough scene, I remember. I hated it. Sweeney Todd. I don't know. I'm just I'm over Hella, Helena Bonham Carter and Johnny Depp at this. I've point. always uh, been over yeah. Helena Bonham Carter. I've been over so, Johnny Depp since she uh, made she ruined what's eating Fight Gilbert Club. Grape finished. And I was like, wow, that I've had enough. <laughs> yeah, Leo. I, uh, we can watch some more Leo, but I've had enough yeah. of this this character. I just Sweeney Todd for me it was uh, um, yeah, it was punishment. I rented it. I rented it from Redbox, and I started watching it on my own at home. I had I lived in an apartment by myself, and I was like, oh, Sweeney Todd, someone told me to watch this, and I watched it's about got five. Music. I, I, th- I think I sat through 10 minutes of it, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. You didn't even finish it? No, I got to the part where Helena Bottom Carter is singing about the worst pies in London. They were the worst, because she didn't have any meat. And Right, but her singing in it was like, this Like this is it, actually. It's like She's like, they're the worst pies in London! And I was like, nope. Fuck you. I'm not watching this movie. Why would I watch this movie? I'm not going to watch <laughs> Helena Bottom Carter try. 
No. <laughs> I'm not in school. I don't have to pay attention. I can just turn it off. I'm like, there are so many other movies out there that I would watch. Why would I fucking bother with this? Jesse says in all caps, watch Sweeney Todd. No. Jesse, call in and convince me to watch Sweeney Todd. Nothing you can say plead will your, work for Plead me. your case. I want you to plead your case, but there's nothing that you can say will make me watch it. Let's just, I'll, I'll get that out there for me personally. Yeah. Do you like that meme that like changed my mind? The guy with the coffee cup. Yeah. Nobody's changing his mind. Yeah. No. That's right. That's right. Sweeney Todd sucks. Yeah. It got the whole world figured out. <laughs> it does yeah. suck though. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 the cast is other than Helena Bottom Carter and, uh, Johnny Depp. I mean, it's got like Sasha Baron Cohen in it, and like I'm oh! gonna... <laughs> now. No, okay, can... oh, and uh, it's got <coughs> Snape in it. Yeah, I mean, like I wanted to watch yeah, it. You want to like it? I wanted to, but I don't. Yeah, the costumes are good. Yeah. So, how's your how are your fitness goals? <coughs> Amazing. I'm a human machine. Are you? Like in December, I couldn't do a single push up. I'm up to twenty eight. Nice. In yeah. one. Yeah. Awesome. In one go. I work out three times a week. Nice. Monday, Monday Wednesday, Friday. At home or do you go chill. somewhere? No, at home. Yeah. J- just fitness bands, not even weights. I do calisthenics and then I do uh, resistance bands for everything else. Okay. And I stick to that and I try and do uh, cardio every day. Now that I got a bike trainer and that makes life way better. I took 10 speed, you know, my bike that I uh-huh. I love. And he's down in our family room now, and I hooked him up to this thing. Can and... you send me the link to what you got? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, would I be... shift into the highest gear, and I put on an episode of Rick and Morty, and I try and pedal through the whole thing. And by the time it's done, I am soaking wet. It's it's choice. Send me, yeah. Yes. How much was it? 150 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Well, the thing is, is you can buy like a stationary bike. A nice one is going to be like four, five hundred. Three hundred plus dollars, or I take a bicycle I already have, and then this trainer. And there's trainers that are cheaper than this one. The one I got uses like uh, pneumatic tubes to provide resistance instead of magnets, so it doesn't heat up as much and it's not as loud. Does this one have the programs? No. Send me a link to that one too. uh, I can get a cadence sensor that goes on like the hub of my rear wheel. Uh-huh. That will let me do Strava. Have you ever looked into Strava at Mm-mm. all? Strava is the Facebook for cyclists, where you say, I did this hill in 15 minutes, and everybody can see that you did that, and say somebody's in your area, and it was like, I'm going to knock that guy off the map. He'll like come over and take that hill <coughs> and be like, I did that hill in 14 minutes. <laughs> and then they, they, it's like a leaderboard, not, not even joking. So you can do it's Strava like- things, and you can be like, all right, I'm going to join like a chat room group ride. And we're all going to do the Tour de France today. It's like bicycle Donkey Kong. So what's the trainer thing? You take a bike you already own. And you just stick it. It's bolts onto the the axle, essentially. Uh The bolts on the rear wheel. It dismounts and and mounts easy, right? Yeah, the wheel presses up against a resistance wheel. Okay. And you're just pedaling against that. Could I set it out here? Yeah. And does it work with most any bikes? You can come check it out, man. It will work with the one that I got. Will work with any bike except for a fat tire bike. So anything with a wheel up to about that. Nice. Mine's a hybrid, so my wheels are. I think I want to. Li- I think I want to link to that too. I think that's cool. I have a bike. I have a good bike. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. We should go cycling. We're, nice. We we we're gonna do a 
bicycle trip here. Yeah. Could, yeah. Uh, well, I talked to you about biking at one point too. And then Peter's into biking. Like I gotta a, fix my bike. Mine's like a beach I, I can cruiser, though. I'm getting good. I've got the little stand right. and stuff. I can tune your derailleur and mine's like I can a, get you running enough to take like a many mile trip. I have like a beach cruiser bike, though. That's the thing. Is it one speed or? Coaster no, rates, it's fancy? it's it's a it's multi speed, yeah. Okay, that yeah. that's fine then. Yeah. As long as you've got a couple speeds, so you don't yeah, have I to do. suffer through all the hills. I just made it basically. I bought a bike to where I can sit on the seat comfortably, and it doesn't well, hurt my it doesn't hurt my taint. First thing I bu- I bought my bike, bought a new seat. First purchase. Good, yeah. good call. Uh, I got I well, one thing I learned with my bike is uh, I was my my father in law. He's been into biking for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and the one this one summer, I was really active in it. I was doing it like four days, five days a week, doing like big long rides, six, seven miles. Well, for me, long rides, but um, and he just—that's long. That's still like what an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of time in the saddle. And so I, he asked me, he goes, how's bike riding going? And I was like, I, I, it's really good, except my, I'm like, my ass really hurts, though. Yeah. It gets, it's like, it's hard on my, like, it's you hard. Also he's like, just he's like, trying to get used to it right. as well. He goes, well, do you have bike shorts? And I'm like, what? He's like, do you have bike shorts? I'm like, I, I don't know what this is. And they're like, well, you probably know. They're no, I know. I, have a, shorts. A pl- I plan on getting I have like three pair of bike shorts now. They help a lot? Oh yeah. Okay. It's life changing. I've I've gotten used to. I've got a nice cushy seat. You could probably wear your but... bike shorts in that and sit in that stool more comfortably. I don't yeah, have to do probably. it now because I I have a um, I have a, a beach cruiser. Right. Which, uh, uh, the seats like accommodates. The... Yeah, it's very nice. It's yeah, my seat's nice and chunky. But at this point, I kind of want something slimmer and faster because I've gotten used to. It. I spend a lot of time on for the increased plane. mobility. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, I got the I got like the handles because my hands fall asleep on me all the time when I'm riding because I just got poor circulation. But so I got the handles so I can change hand positions too. You get drop bars. Yeah. You're saying like the goats. The ones, ones that yeah I had them put on. Oh bar ends. Yeah bar ends. So I can hold them like yeah. this. You and, want a couple different positions. That's yeah. the one thing I don't like about my bike. I've got uh, swallows which just go back like this. Oh uh huh. Yeah, and they're old timey and they look cool and they're comfy, but I can't I don't have any other choice. It's there or nothing. You could probably buy bar ends for that too mm, and clamp uh, them on. No, not really, not unless they were hanging underneath or something mm. like that. Mm. But I'm, I, I plan on getting a, a nicer bike as soon as it gets nice. As soon as it started snowing, it started getting crappy out, and I didn't ride my bike. Like my mood was just like, Meh. yeah. Like I became a sour Sam. I got to go out running on Tuesday, and then like yesterday, the, the snow came. Uh, I got. I, I ran a five, I ran my fastest five k on Tuesday for the month of February. Nice. I beat my because I'd run four times in February before the weather. Mm-hmm. Or I I'd ran three. Now I've run four, right? Um, but I had plans of beating my my nine times out that I went in January. But it's going to be harder to do if the weather doesn't change. Yeah, right. that's the the reason why I sprung for the bike thing. And I was like, it's this is part of my fitness plan now. I have to. It's it's been worth the money so far. Well, yeah, it takes like what what is the rule it says like twenty one days to form a habit. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, but it also it takes less time to unform it. If you that's true, yeah. If you drop the habit, 
Yeah. Yep. So. All right. Well, that's a good show. I think so. Ready to get out of here? Sure. Yeah. All right. Whatever you want to do. I have no opinion. <laughs> well, this has been a the 58th episode of Basement Boys 2. We're rounding the corner on ending this uh, yeah. this show. Kind of bittersweet, but at the same time, it's like it's really not going anywhere. No, We're just changing the title. Yeah, essentially at this point. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Sixty-five is that the deal? Yeah. yeah, retirement age. Retirement age. Although, are you going to have like a clip show for the sixty-fifth? Uh, I don't know. That's a lot of, <laughs> that's a lot do of work. Something weird and special, right? Yeah, I, something. I don't know. We might have to figure out something we're going to do for the sixty-fifth episode, at least. Yeah. Maybe maybe get a few of the guests that we get on. To maybe like rotate through and yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's figure it say out. Say goodbye to Basement Boys. Yeah, I'm excited though. I saw that. Well, saw one of the new graphics for Times for the Proly Network or Times for the Proly Podcast. Yeah, we're getting professional. Up uh, here. We are. Yeah, we've got a new bumper, <laughs> uh, courtesy of Peter. Thank you. You'll hear it at the end of this episode. Very good. And it's going to be at the end of all of our time spent poorly uh, products. That's so. right. Very excited. And uh, we have to thank, of course, Star Lab, Star Arcata, Lab Arcata, who uh, tendered these works to us Very good. via clouds, and it fell from the sky. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So Peter Brill of the Human Guides podcast was our guest this evening. Uh, you can check out his show. Among many others, including Friendish Sports Program on TSPN, uh, King Sports, Hanging Ten with Cam, Stranger Show. Is that it? Uh-huh. I think that's it. And then this show. And then uh, we've got some others in the works. So, yeah. Um, we do. I'm excited about that. As always. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. TSPN.fun. And uh, go subscribe on iTunes and write us a review and do all that fun stuff. Oh, please, 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 please. Okay. You have uh, something to say? L- love you. Love you too. <laughs> Take care, kids. Time's